Spazzin' Out, America's podcast, recorded live from Boston, broadcasting around the world, covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. You know what? I am a complete dick if I don't get sleep. I'm a dickhead. I, I'm a I'm a hundred percent you know what? No, I'm not even a dickhead. I'm a cunt. I'm a prima donna. I can't be bothered. I if I don't get sleep, I'm I'm pissed. I don't literally if I need here, I need six to seven hours in a nap every day. Every single day. If I don't get six to seven in a nap. I'm a dickhead, and I'm already the type of person that's an ass. I'm already someone you don't want to deal with, even if I sleep. I'm, by nature, a very grumpy person. If I don't get my Zs, I'm a complete dickhead. I'm a different person. If I get my sleep, I get my seven, I get my six, and then I get my my nap sometime, I don't know, when I get out of work, whatever time it is, I get my half-hour napping, I'm a pleasure to be around. I mean, not really a pleasure. I'm still kind of a dickhead, but I have to get my. I'm just in a grumpy. I'm literally, and, and and people talk to me in the morning. Let me tell you something. When I first wake up, whether it's from a nap, or from my six or seven hours of snoozing, or my short, or if I only get two, three, or four hours, bro. If I only get two, three, four hours of sleep, and you talk to me the second I wake up, it's World War Three. I'll fucking kill you. Don't talk to me. Rule of thumb, do not talk to me for at least two hours after I wake up. Don't fucking talk to me. Don't look at me. Don't talk to me. Don't conf- I don't want to hear it. I can't. I can't process. It takes me two hours to boot up. I need time. Get the fuck away from me. I don't give a shit. I can't stand the people that wake up. The second they get up, they're going five million. They're, they're pew, 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 pew. I can't handle it. And I can't, you know what's even worse? Is I can't handle the people that feel the need to wake you up because they're up. <clears throat> they feel the need. They, and, and it always happens on a day where you get to sleep. So for the most part, I have to wake up at 4 in the morning or something like that. Or maybe 3.30. But some days I get to sleep in till like 6 or 6.30. But if somebody else is getting up around 5 or 5.30, they feel the need to fucking wake you up. Oh, I, I thought... I thought you were late. I'm not fucking late. It's my fucking day I get to sleep. The fuck? Drives me nuts. And it only happens to dad. It literally only happens to dad. When dad wants to take a nap, everybody's got a bus. Wake him up. His phone phone rings. Dad, I need something. Give me that. Give me that. It's like, what the fuck? I'm fucking sleeping. Honestly, don't ask for much. I don't ask for much. All I want is to get some sleep. And I used to, when I was younger, I didn't even need to sleep. And you know what? Quite frankly, if I'm up, I'm good. Let me explain that to you. I could really go 24 hours, no problem. I could, if I'm going, I'm going. 
But the second I shut it down, it's like the jogging, the second the jogging pants go on, I'm done. I'm fucking done. I get home from work and you want me to do something, it needs to happen immediately. Whatever I'm wearing, whether it's the radio station clothes or my take junk clothes, that doesn't matter. The second I put on the jogging pants, I'm done. I don't exist. I don't do anything. Over. I'm not doing shit. You, I come through the door and you're like, hey, I need you to walk the dog, do the dishes, do the laundry, do something. I'm all over it. Because it's like an extension of work. I'll work for another two hours. Fuck it. Let's go. But the second I relax, I'm in relax mode. I got out of the shower. Bro, I take a shower. It's definitely fucking over. If I hit the shower, you ain't getting anything out of me until the next day. I'm not moving. I don't... Poo! A ghost. See you later. But I won't even go into the kitchen to get myself a fucking apple or a bottle of water. You got to get it for me. Dad ain't moving. He's in his jogging pants. He took a shower. You got to go pick Presley up a chili. Yeah, I don't go anywhere after the jogging pants. Do you... I literally... I look. Do you see these? Fucking jogging pants. Over. It's in the Constitution. When a man puts on his jogging pants after a long day of work, he's done. Don't fucking talk to him. Don't bother him. And bring him his food. God. I don't know why I'm so aggravated about it. Anyways, we I have other things to talk. Like I'm 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 <sighs> I know there are other men out there that feel the same way. All you really want is a solid and it doesn't really have to be six to seven, right? You just want a solid sleep. Even if you got five and it was solid, you slept straight through. And nobody interrupted you. Nobody bothered you. You got up. No one's up in your face trying to rush you. No one's barking 55,000 things at you. Things that you don't give a fuck about. They're non-emergency things. You know, like, oh, honey, I didn't get to talk to you last night. Let's talk about it. Oh, no. Let's not talk about it. I just woke up. I, I, please, I, I. I'm I'm in a fantasy land right now. Like I like I just woke up. I had a nice dream that fucking the, the, you know no Mexicans were coming over the border. And we weren't gonna get taxed more. Gas prices were dropped, and then boom! Immediately, I got Jen Saki in my fucking face. Please let let a man sleep. All right, this is spazzing out America's podcast. I'm I'm in my truck doing the podcast. It's tough to do the podcast. By the way, it's tough to do the podcast at home right now. I, I'm literally, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, my daughter, my wife, myself, and my son, and two fucking dogs are all in the same house. It's it's a, it's a madhouse. They're going to put me in a loony bin. I mean, I, should, I belong in a loony bin anyways. Oh, I'd probably get canceled for calling somebody loony. So I try to do the podcast in my truck because I don't like to bother anybody. Because everybody gets pissed off about it. Because I, I'm, I'm pretty passionate. I yell, I scream, and I get fired up. So spazzing out America's podcast. I try to do the podcast four or five times a week. At worst, it gets done three times a week if I'm, if I'm being a bitch or if I'm being lazy or I'm unmotivated or something like that. What I do on this podcast is sometimes I bitch about the things in my life, spilt milk as I call it. What's spilt milk? Spilt milk are things that bother me and supersede anything that's really going on in the world. Like, for example, being woke, someone waking me up and, I, and I'm tired and I don't want to be bothered becomes more important than the issues of the day. For like, you know, let's let's say the 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 neighbor 
is like, oh, you know, my dad passed away. And I'm like, bro, I don't give a fuck. I didn't get seven hours of sleep. Well, I'm like, yeah, that's right. He did. Some of us would love to pass away so we could get a good eight hours. And no one would bother us. You get what I mean? So that's what I call spilt milk. And that's, I spend some time on that sometimes. And that's what we just did. There was a little spilt milk for you guys. What I'd like to talk about. Oh, by the way, you get the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio. Hey, Alexa, play Spazzing Out America's podcast and on Odyssey. So I used to do the podcast um, as a live stream on Facebook and Instagram. I'm not going to be doing that anymore. And it and it's kind of a shift in the podcast, and it's going to piss some people off because there are a lot of people that like to watch me live when I would record the podcast. I decided not to do that anymore as a part of uh, a strategy that I've noticed for setting up my podcast. I get more streams, which is what I need. I get more downloads on Apple when I don't do it live because people have to actually go to the app, and that's better for a revenue. I, I, it is a business, bro. I'm trying to make money. But I am going to try to do the live. Well, not try. I will. I'm, I'm going to do it maybe once a week. I will do it live on Facebook and Instagram. But it's it's really only to, to cater to like fucking 10 people. No one watches on Facebook. But somewhere around 3,500 to 4,000 streams a day when I upload a new podcast. So I have to focus on the content towards Apple and Spotify and, and Google Podcasts more than I do online. <clears throat> um, I mean, well, that's online too, but more, hold on, dude, I'm driving and it's, I'm in the tunnel. I'm in the Ted Williams tunnel while I'm driving. So I'm trying to pay attention while I do the podcast. All right. So a couple things that I want to get to. <clears throat> First thing we, we, I want to cover Joe Biden, uh, fence, uh, a fence for me but not for thee. Joe Biden is, uh, and you are going to pay for it. You're going to pay uh, $500,000 of taxpayer dollars are going to go to build a fence around Joe Biden's beach property in Delaware. So Joe wants to keep Americans, everyday people off his property, but he doesn't want to build a fence or spend any money down on the border. So protection again, I, I can't stay. This is this is the one of the biggest double Stanskys. And the optics for it, right? They like to say the optics. The optics for it are, are, are ridiculous. I feel like the people that work for Joe Biden are boobs. We're gonna get into that. Well, I no, they definitely are boobs. And then the other thing, what the fuck was the other thing Biden was doing? Hold on. See, this is what happens. I can't do my research. Uh Joe Biden. What did I write down? Oh yeah, and Joe. And Joe's complaining about voter fraud. This is a class, which is classic. This is something that liberals and liberal mutants love to do. When they're like a woman, right? So if if a woman cheated on you, she likes to flip it on you and be like, you're the one that cheated. You're the one that did it. So when the Democrats have committed voter fraud and have set up the election system so that it can be easily um, manipulated... They like to flip it on you and say, you're the one that has committed fraud or, or fraud. Or you're the one that would like to keep people from voting. We're going to get into that. Let's start with the fence. We all know what's going on down on the southern border. Hundreds of thousands of people have come through. Over a million people have been processed and released into the United States. Catch and release in the United States over the past 10 months since Joe Biden has been president. It's an open, it's a welcome mat down there. It's so bad that the Biden administration is considering 
going back to a uh, a Trump policy, which which is basically stay the fuck out of here. Now they're not going to build the wall, which isn't going to help. They're not going to add patrolmen down there. Again, it's not going to help. I, I it, it's it's like a paper. They're going to throw up a paper wall, which isn't going to work. The only thing that's going to work down the border is they have to continue building the wall and they have to add security down there and they have to catch and release back in Mexico. Catch and send back to Mexico. All of them. Elderly, children, I don't give a fuck. Send the kids back. Let me ask you this. If you caught a baby mouse in your house, would you be like, oh, well, it's a baby. Let's take it in. I, in my house, we, we use stickums. I use, uh, uh, we, we don't have the traps. I use the, the, the sticky things so the mouse gets caught on them. We catch them all the time. We catch babies. And my wife is always like, she's like, oh, it's just a baby. Bro, I grab that shit and I stomp that, yeah, fuck it, baby. Boom. Now, I'm not advocating that you kill anybody. My point is, babies turn into the two adults that have fucking more babies. Bye. I don't want anybody here that's going to suck off the American tea. And it sounds heartless, but I would ask you this way. If you took your home, you, your wife and your kids, and someone introduced a, a baby to, to your tea and you couldn't afford it. I'm talking, people can barely get by as it is. Inflation is killing us. You add a baby to your family that's not yours, you ain't gonna take that thing. You get that fucking thing out of here. I don't have money for fucking formula. I can't feed an extra mouth. I don't have extra space here. It's the same thing in the United States. Kids that are coming from Mexico take resources away from American kids. Adults that come to the United States that can work take jobs. Now I get it. There are a lot of Americans that don't want to work, but the ones that do want to work, they get the right to that job. They get the right to make that money. The Mexicans make the money and they fucking send it home. And then the elderly, they're the biggest offenders. They come here and they suck off all the social services. They get the food stamps. They get uh, the you know any free money, the SNAP or whatever they call that shit that they're giving out to people. Electric assistance, housing assistance. They're taking assistance that could have went to an American. Now you know how I feel about the freebies. <clears throat> I'm okay with it to an extent. If you are an American. Just like me, I'm an American, you're my brother, you're my family, when it comes to, to, to God and country, I want to help you out. You're on a, you're having a tough time? Well, we're here to take care of you for a couple of months here, maybe a year, here's a, here's a little bit, while you get back on your feet. I'm, I'm 100% and I will always support helping out American families that are going and having a tough time. I really am. Help them out. The thing is, People have lost their sense of pride. They've decided that the better way to live is to scam the system and to, and to create generational welfare suckers. They suck off the system. That's not what it was created for. It was created to help somebody get back on their feet. I've said it plenty of times on this program. God forbid I ever get in a situation where I have to get help. God forbid. But if I ever did, I, listen, I would take the help 
but my goal would be to get back on my feet as quick as possible so that I could stop paying back into the system so I can help other people. I want to help Americans. I want that money to be there for Americans that want to do the right thing to help their family get back on the path to success. And it doesn't help having people sneaking in on the border. I don't want to go on a, a, a rant on why having Mexicans or, or foreign, it's not just Mexicans. Why, why, having, why having an open border is a problem. We'll just say, I, I'll wrap it up like this. <clears throat> it's a problem because they come here and they steal resources. It's a problem because drugs and child trafficking get in easier. It's a problem because terrorists can get in easier. There, there are a bunch of things that are problems with having an open border and no security. Not to mention the fact that they all get to come here unvaccinated. We all have to get vaccinated, but they don't. <clears throat> but that's not my biggest beef. My beef is the double standard of the Biden administration. We are all talking about how we want the fence to be continued to be built to protect our property, the United States, and Joe goes and commissions a fence around his Delaware Beach property for $500,000. And you know what? Like most Republicans, I, I, I'm not like most Republicans. I don't care that he did it. He's the president of the United States. Wait, 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 wait. let me back that up. I'm, I'm pissed about it, but I'm not pissed about the money. He's the president of the United States. To me, of course, you would build a fence around the property of where the president spends most of his time. The guy is there every weekend. It's his home. So yes, you would build a, a fence around his property to make it easier to protect him from the outside. 100% you would do it. No bitching. You're going to hear shit from me on it. My only problem is I hate double standards. And this is the double Stansky. It's a huge double standard. He's, he's saying, I'm going to build a fence around my property, but I'm, I'm going to protect myself. A fence for me, but not for thee. I'm going to protect me, but I'm not going to protect you. I'm all for the president being protected, but you can't. Do they, leadership should always put their people first. Or at least act like you're putting your people first. How the fuck can you come out and say, we're not protecting the border of our country, but I'm going to protect the border of my property. It's the same fucking thing. I've said this time and time again. The border down on the, on the southern border is just like your property. If your house was the country of Paziali, here's the country of Spaz. That's my property. That's my country. And my neighbor next to me is a country. My neighbor to the, the other side of me is a country. In front of me is a country. Behind me is a country. They're, they're all their own countries. And I put up a fence. Or let's say I didn't have a fence. And the kids are running through my country, coming over, playing with, with, with the, my kids' stuff, hopping in my hot tub, coming into my house and watching Netflix, playing my kids' video games, eating the food, going to the bathroom, deciding, you know what, I'm not going to leave, I live here now. And then you build a fence to keep the other country people out. And then they cut a hole in your fence. And then they come in. And they go in your house and you get home and there's the neighbor, there's the guy from your neighbor from the other country now hanging out in your house using your electricity. Like, oh, hey, what's up, Anthony? I'm just going to be here for the rest of my life. Can you go food shopping 
What I like, I need get me some milk, get me some Captain Crunch, peanut butter and jelly. Oh, you know, I want the fucking strawberry preserves. Not the grape. The grape tastes like shit. Get me the better get me the fucking not the jelly. Not yeah, not the jelly. Not the jam shit. I want preserves. Strawberry. It's the same thing. It's the same. The president of the United States doesn't get the optics. So there's two issues here that piss me off. One, it's straight up an asshole move and it's a double standard. You're saying you need protection, but fuck the American people. And on the other end, if I worked for Joe Biden, let's say it was my job, even though I can't stand his politics, but this is my job. My job is to make sure the president looks good. I'd walk right in and I'd say, whose fucking idea is it that we should get a fence around the guy's fucking house when we're telling the rest of the country we're not going to give them a fence? Who is the asshole that came up with this idea? You're fired. I'd get rid of him. And then I would sit down and I'd explain to the president, I'd say, Mr. President, unfortunately, if you put a fence around your property right now in Delaware, it's going to look bad. The American people are already pissed off. Inflation is killing them. The border is killing them. Your mandates are fucking killing them. And now you're going to go and flip Here, you building a fence around your house and not giving the American people a fence is like you telling the American people they should get vaccinated, but you don't get vaccinated. It's like telling the American people they're going to pay $4 a gallon for gas, but you don't pay for gas. It's like telling the American people to fuck off. How do you not see that? It's a slap in the face. And again, yes, the president must be protected, but it's right or wrong. It's right or wrong. It's right on the same lines as AOC and the squad paying hundreds of thousands of dollars for personal security, but telling the rest of the American people They want to defund police and no protection for them. Do as I say, not as I do government. People don't like that shit. You're an idiot. It goes right back to Animal Farm, and I love saying this. In Animal Farm, all animals are equal. Some are just more equal. All Americans are equal. Some are just more equal. And the liberals would like to say, oh, it's the white man that's trying to be more equal than the black. No. It's the liberals and the Democratic limousine liberals that want to be more equal. They want to be more equal than all of us. They want to control the government. They want things that you can't have. They want to tell you, no, you can't have that, but I'm having it. You can't sleep in a bed, but I can. Read Animal Farm. You'll know what I'm talking about. Absolutely drives me nuts. Now, let's let's get to the other thing. Joe Biden the other day came out and he made comments that our democracy is under attack, that it's it's it. We're not just fighting for everybody to be able to vote. Now we're fighting. This is what Joe said. Now we're fighting to make sure uh, the right people are counting the votes. Hear me on that. We're not just fighting to make sure every American can vote. Now we have to fight for the right people to count the votes. I, I feel like I live in La La Land, or it's a dream. Because when the election happened, in 2020 election, we were fighting after the election because we thought that we weren't getting, and we thought Republicans weren't getting access to the rooms to be overseers while the, while the count was happening. 
We were accusing the liberal mutants and the Democrats of counting votes and we didn't have access to the count. We were complaining that we need, that we have to worry about the people that are counting it. And now they flip the script. They're pointing the finger to us. They want control over who counts. They want control over who votes. And what they want is mail-in voting so that no one's accountable. Mail-in voting is different from, by the way, let's explain this. Mail-in voting is different from absentee, from an absentee ballot. They can both be mailed in or they could both be dropped off at a a drop-off box. The difference is a mail-in ballot you must, I'm sorry, an absentee ballot you have to apply for. And you have to verify the key word. You must verify you are who you are. That vote can't get fucked with that. I mean, that's there's the absentee ballot is pretty secure in the fact that you can be sure that the person that that's name is on the ballot is the very same person that voted. It's pretty good, pretty secure. The mail in ballot is not the mail in ballot gets mailed to everyone. Anybody could fill it out. There's no verification system. There's no system that says Mrs. Jones that lives in Revere has the ballot. It got mailed to her. There's no verification whether her son filled it out, her husband filled it out, or anybody else. There's also no verification that she hasn't moved and is now voting. She now lives in Georgia. So she could vote in Georgia and in Massachusetts, and no one would fucking know, and no one would know if she filled it out or not. No clue. And then the Democrats will go door to door ballot harvesting, meaning they go door to fucking door, knocking on people's doors saying, hey, did you vote? Did you get your ballot in the mail? Well, yeah. Did you vote? Did you fill it out? No, let me help you fill it out. Well, you know what? We'll take it. They, they, there are actual instances where they tell them, you know what? If you plan on voting in person, we'll just take the ballot. Now there's no other way to know whether someone went in person to vote. Or if they fucking sent it in. There's no clue. There's no verification. I vote in Woburn, Mass, right? I go, I vote. They never ask for ID. And you can look down, right? You could say, I can go in and I can say, Anthony Paziali. As a matter of fact, last election I went through and I said, Stan. My brother Stan lives at Highland Street. I went in. The guy goes, uh, what street? I go, Highland, 6 Highland Street. What's your name? I go, Stan Paziali. He looks at me and goes... You already voted. And I was like, no, nah, I'm just kidding. It's Anthony. Just like that. I go, I was just kidding. That's my brother. Literally. I go, it's not nah, it's Anthony. I'm just fucking, I'm just messing around. And he didn't ask for ID. He just said, okay, Anthony, no questions, nothing, no worries. Scrape my name off. I went and voted and I left. Bro, that would raise a red flag to me. If I was sitting there and someone came in and gave me a wrong fucking name, I'd be like, bro, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, what are you doing? Let me see your fucking ID. I want to make sure now you are who you are. They don't care. The only way to take care of election fraud in the United States of America, there's only one way to do it. You can let the states and the municipalities handle the voting, but there should be one federal rule, one federal law. You must vote in person with, you know what? Fuck it. I'll take away the in person, but I'm in favor of it. In person with a legal ID. And if you cannot be in person, then you can apply for a mail-in ballot. No, fuck it. You know what? I'm going to make it wicked easy. You can have a mail-in ballot. 
You can either go in person with the legal ID or you can have a mail-in ballot, but the mail-in ballot must be notarized. By that, I mean the ballot comes to you in the mail. You have to go to a bank. The notary can't fucking come to you. You can't have the Democrats have a fucking notary going door to door. That's what it would lead to. I'm already backing out on it. If you had to have a notary uh, uh, stamp the ballot, the Democrats would just hire a notary. The notary would go door to door. They'd lie. Because all a notary does is they, they pretend they look at your ID. They write your name down on a fucking book. And the notary would be committing fraud. But they'd, they, they would, they'd do it. The really only way to do this and take care of this is to vote in person with the valid ID. And I would be in favor of having the polls opened up two weeks before the general election. You can vote fucking 24 hours a day. If we can have 7-Eleven open 24 hours a day, have a polling uh, place open 24 hours a day for seven days, and then the election ends on election day. No more votes accepted after election day. It's fucking over. You had two weeks to get your ass here. If you didn't make it here, fuck you. That would stomp out 99.9% of fraud. There would still be a little bit of fraud. You could still fuck around. People could probably have a fake ID or something. There'd be ways to figure it out, but it would be less than 1% to 2%, and it wouldn't be rampant, and you'd be able to count the votes and know who voted. You would be able to know for sure that Anthony Paziali, who lives at 6 Highland Street, Woober, Mass., fucking voted. And that's it. There it is. Here's his ID. He showed you it. He proved you it. And, and that's it. And I don't want to hear about the people that get disenfranchised. Oh, you're disenfranchising. You're not fucking disenfranchising anybody. Everybody needs an ID in the United States. And by the way, everyone in the United States has a social security card. Everyone that is an American citizen has a social security number. If you don't have a social security number, you can't vote anyways. You're not a citizen. So I would think that acceptable form of IDs, I, I would like a photo ID. That would be the best. But if you had your social security card to prove you are who you are, I could accept that. I could say, you know what? You have a social security card. You're an American citizen. High five. You're in. Because if you don't have one, you don't have a social security number. Well, then you're not an American citizen and you shouldn't get to vote. You're not disenfranchised. You're fucking here illegally. You're not a citizen. And maybe you are. You know what? Maybe you're here becoming a citizen. Well, you ain't one yet, so you haven't got that fucking right to vote yet. It's not, it's, it's not, you, you don't, you know, you're not halfway in. You're either fucking, your balls deep or you're not. And that's it. That's how you handle it. I can't believe this is something, a classic move by the Democrats. What they like to do is that wait a year, wait two years, and things that they're blaming, that they're being blamed for, they flip it. So we're, we accuse them of voter fraud. And we accuse them of not counting all the ballots or counting only the ballots that they want. We accuse them of the, the mail-in ballot process is, is rid, what, what do you call it, riddled or covered? I don't know. It, it, it leads itself to fraud. Then they flip it and they say, oh, the Republicans don't want all the votes counted. The Republicans are the ones that we can't have counting the ballots. And the liberal mutants eat it up. They, they, they just have no common sense. They eat it up. They absolutely love it. And they all know fear and transparent elections, the only way to have it is to vote in person with an ID or some form of identification saying you are who you are. And that would take care of the fucking problem. All right, guys, thank you so much. 
for listening to Spazzing Out America's podcast. I appreciate it. God bless. God bless America.